Hi, friends. Welcome to another episode of That Sounds Fun. I'm your host, Annie F. Downs. I'm so happy to be here with you today. What a big week on the podcast we have. I hope you got to hear the episode on Monday with Savannah Guthrie. Y'all's responses have been very fun. I loved it, too, and you're going to love today as well. Okay, let's talk about candles for a minute. Do you know that almost 2 billion candles are sold globally each year and almost all of them are likely to end up in landfills for the next 1 million years? It's insane. That's why I think it's really cool that Notes Candles exist. They're working to eliminate single-use candle vessels and give home fragrance lovers a more earth-friendly option. Notes has created a refillable candle system that allows you to use your candle vessel over and over again. It is super easy. The candles are made with fragranced wax beads, so all you do is place the wick in your reusable notes jar and fill it up with the wax beads and enjoy your fragrance for up to 36 hours. The Santal and Atlas Cedar scent is like this woodsy calming smell. It's so nice. And they have oat milk and balsam berry, vanilla and pepperwood, pistachio and rose water, and a total of 13 really great options to choose from. Be a responsible consumer while not giving up high-quality home fragrance by making the switch to Notes. You can build your custom starter kit right now at notescandle.com slash that sounds fun. Right now, Notes is giving our friends 15% off and free shipping when you buy a notes starter kit using the code that sounds fun just use that code that sounds fun when you're placing your order that's that sounds fun at notescandle.com slash that sounds fun Today, I get to talk with one of my dear friends, Jamie Kern Lima. You may remember Jamie from our Waco That Sounds Fun podcast tour stop in the summer of 2021. She is just the best. Jamie is a New York Times bestselling author, guest teacher of the Life You Want class with Oprah, and founder of It Cosmetics. And her brand new book, Worthy, just came out on Tuesday. She's calling it the best work of her life. And as her friend, I've got to walk with her from her thinking up this book to writing it to now being out. And it is very good. Today, we're going to talk about how self-doubt truly impacts the way we live and how we discover our worth and what can happen when that happens and it transforms our lives. So here is my conversation with my dear friend, Jamie Kern Lima. Jamie Kern Lima, welcome back to That Sounds Fun. Annie, thank you so much. I am so grateful to be here. I'm excited for this episode. Thank you. Oh, it is such a treat. You were on with us live on my first ever That Sounds Fun tour. You were so generous to come to Waco, and it was the best. And here we are. Here we are. So glad. <laughs> I mean, we could not have known. When we did that, when you flew to Waco for a podcast, we had never met. I had only read your book and knew you were awesome, and we shared some friends. But now, I mean, two years later, two and a half years later, we're in like a really important, a really important to me, small group yes. of like seven women. And it is, it's been a real, I feel like you have done a beautiful job of being in multiple groups like that. Mm. It seems like you have a lot of people who group up around you and help you move forward. Is that true? Yes. Our group is so special though. Like we share so yeah. many common um 
I think our intention, our hearts are, you know, it's just, it's like such a special sisterhood and I just cherish it so much. And who knew what God was doing, right? And I I, I remember that season when I'm like, I don't know what, I just have this kind of feeling, this knowing I should just fly halfway across the country and, and I've never met oh gosh, Annie. And I, I, you know, when we go with our, just our knowing in life is like, it's the best thing. It's the, it always leads us to where things are divinely orchestrated yeah. <laughs> for us to go to. So very grateful. Yes. We're doing something fun this year where we are starting every episode because this is our 10th year of the podcast. We are starting every episode with the question we used to end the episode with. So, Jamie, tell me what sounds fun to you right now. What sounds fun to me? Honestly, is is like being with you in Nashville, grabbing a bite to eat, hanging oh, out, talking it. about all the things. You know, I'm I'm in such a season right now where I am just so excited. Uh, you know, launching Worthy into the World, this book, it's the best work of my yeah. life. I would probably sit there with you yeah. and say, Annie, tell me, you know, how how you feel worthy of 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 putting yourself out there, going to New York and spending time there, launching an entire network, doing all the things that you do. And that sounds fun to me right now is talking all things worthy with I you, love like it. curled up on the couch, eating some really yummy Nashville food. That sounds really good. <laughs> I wish that we can imagine that is what is happening because that is what I want to do. I mean, the only downside of having really close friends on the podcast is sometimes I talk about things. And I'm like, why did you say that publicly? That wasn't just you and Jamie. <laughs> and I'm afraid as I read Worthy, I was like, I've got to talk to Jamie about this because I, and you say it in the and even in the dedication that like, over 50, like 70, 80, 90% of men and women deal with different situations where they do not feel worthy yes. of the life that they have yes. or of the opportunities that they could have. Yes. And and so will you talk a little bit, how did you, how did you figure out that this was Jamie Kern Lima's next best book? Oh my goodness. This is, uh, I first lived it and, and I didn't, I didn't yeah. understand so much of my life. And maybe a lot of people listening, uh, with us right now can relate to this, but I thought, Annie, I thought like if I achieve enough, then I'll finally feel enough. For a lot of my life, I thought, mm-hmm. oh, if I could just fit into this certain pair of jeans or whatever it might be, I thought once I get that thing, then I'll finally feel enough. And, you know, I, I became such a great people pleaser, thinking if I made everyone happy, then I'd feel enough. And I, you know, uh, had these huge ambitions and launched it cosmetics in my living room and all the things eventually had this like wild outcome, right? Where sold it for over a billion dollars, couldn't have even imagined something like that happening. But I was in this moment in my life and this was just a couple years ago. I was in a moment in my life that I honestly feel is divinely orchestrated because I had like miraculously achieved these things that I could only have dreamed of and I still felt mm-hmm. like I wasn't enough. And I, what I realized was, was two things that I had built a lot of self-confidence and, but that that's very different than self-worth. And I found myself in a place. That is my favorite part of the book. Is it? Is it? Yes. Yes. <laughs> For anyone listening who's like, wait a minute, aren't self-confidence and self-worth the same thing? They are so different. And For me, Annie, oh my gosh, when I realized, okay, wait, 
I have all of these achievements, these accomplishments, these things that I work so hard for, um, great friendships, great relationships, all these things. And I'm really confident, but I actually don't have a lot of self-worth. And it started showing up in my life in, in a few ways that I was sabotaging things. I was staying stuck on a few things. Uh, and then when I would achieve things, it's, I still didn't feel enough. I still felt like something was missing. And I thought the solution was, okay, I just got to achieve more, go to the next level, work harder, get the next thing. And that's like a never-ending cycle to nowhere. And so I am, even after kind of like all these things happening in my life, I had this big moment happen where I had sabotaged a lifelong dream, even though I was really, really confident. And I realized it was because underneath it all, I didn't feel worthy. And so, yeah, to your point right now, like as you and I are talking right now, 80% of women don't believe they're enough. Um, uh, 73% of men feel inadequate. 90 plus percent of women aren't happy, don't love their bodies. Uh, 75% of female executives deal with imposter syndrome. When we believe we are fundamentally not enough, it is a lie. And here's the thing in life, our self-worth, which is really different than self-confidence, but our self-worth is our ceiling. It's our ceiling, right? Of, of, yeah. of, of, of how high we'll rise in relationships, in our ambitions, in our friendships, in our hopes and dreams. And, and I talk a lot in this book about like how we don't, we don't soar to the level of our goals and dreams. We stay stuck at the level of our self-worth and we don't rise to what we believe is possible. We fall to what we believe we're worthy of. And so, you know, for worthy is, is really the last three years of my life, I've become obsessed with like the tools and how do you, how do you build self-worth? Because I realized that even though I had a lot of self-confidence underneath it all, I did not believe I was worthy of a lot of things. I didn't have strong self-worth. And so it's Mm. all about like the lies that lead to self-doubt and the truths that wake up worthiness. Because when we learn to believe we are worthy, it literally changes every aspect in our entire life, including our joy and fulfillment when we're actually accomplishing things as well, because we can arrive at them not feeling like, oh, something's still missing. I still don't feel enough, which leads us to never even being able to enjoy the things that we're going after. Yeah, I, I, the, we, I have this button. It's the wowie zowie button. Yeah. Wowie zowie. My nephew <laughs> saying wowie zowie. Yes. And it is like when my mind gets blown. And when yes. I was reading your book, I had this moment of like, no wonder God wants us to believe who we are in Christ. Yes. And no wonder it matters matters so much that we actually believe because our beliefs are, I mean, it's not new agey to say our beliefs are playing out in our lives. And so over and over, God (laughs) through scripture is saying, believe that you are who I say you are, because that is actually how we are going to accomplish and get the the relationships with others and ourselves that we want, right? Did I glean that correctly from your book? Yes, yes. We need him. Uh, And, and, there's, there's a whole chapter. So like, oh, I go into 20 tools and some of them are very tactical. And then others, there's a whole, you know, chapter 21. And I know, you know, cause you read it, but it's called, um, you know, who are you doubting? And it's one of my favorite self-worth shortcuts. Uh, because what I realized is, uh, when we, be- when we say we believe God's word, but then all of a sudden we're struggling with self-doubt, we think we're not enough. 
who are we really doubting? Yeah. Right. And for me in my life, I realized like, oh, I believe I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. I believe I'm fearfully and wonderfully made in his image. I believe those things. And yet, how do I apply that in my life? Well, sometimes I actually believe my own thoughts that say I'm not enough. I don't belong in this room. I'm unqualified. I don't have what it takes. I'm flawed. I believe all these things. And what I realized is like, oh my gosh, I'm actually, do I really believe what I say I believe? In so many cases in my life, I believed my own thoughts and doubted God's word. So really so often when we get overcome with self-doubt, we're actually believing our own thoughts and we're doubting him. It's actually not self-doubt. It's God-doubt. And for me, when I am wow. so hesitant to walk into a room or into a friendship that I don't feel worthy of in my own thoughts or anything else, right? I remember you and me meeting for the first time and I have those thoughts of, you know, will Annie like me? Am I enough? Am I worthy of this friendship? And I have to intercept those thoughts and literally in that moment ask myself, who am I going to believe? Who am I going to believe? My own thoughts or God's word? And it's like this instant self-worth shortcut to help me remember whose I am, who I'm walking in the room with. Um, yeah, it's, it's, and, and you know, when I wrote worthy, I know that there will be uh, just like the way my family looks, a lot of people with no faith or different faiths, or they're in different places on their faith journey. But I believe those of us us with strong faith, like we have that like instantaneous (laughs) self-worth hack. That's the, I think the greatest shortcut of all, which is in that moment, because there are so many, especially women, but so many people uh, uh, who have these thoughts of unworthiness. And it's like in that moment, sometimes when you don't yet know how to truly believe you're fully worthy. And by the way, I give you 20 tools on how to do that in the book. But separate from that, in those moments where you're still working on building those tools, it's like that instantaneous, like, okay, let me believe God's word right now, even over my own doubt. I'm going to believe him instead of believing my self-doubt. And it's just this instant, like, it's this instant reminder of your own worth and who you are. Um And I think when we frame it that way, it's powerful because there's a lot of people out there saying that they believe what they believe, but they're actually not putting that into practice uh, in their lives when they're, you know, doubting themselves out of their own destiny almost on a daily basis. Hey, friends, just interrupting this conversation real quick to tell you about one of our incredible partners, Beam. Okay, y'all love some Beam Dream around here, and I get it. Me too. If you want to sleep really well and like really hard, Beam Dream Powder works some serious magic. And today, my friends get a special discount on their science-backed healthy hot cocoa for sleep with no added sugar. I'm telling y'all, better sleep has never tasted better. You just mix the powder into hot water or milk and froth it and enjoy it before bed. They have really great flavors like chocolate peanut butter and cinnamon cocoa. It's only about 15 calories and zero grams of sugar. Other sleep aids can leave you groggy the next day, but Dream has a powerful all-natural blend of reishi, magnesium, L-theanine, apigenin, and melatonin to help you fall asleep, stay asleep, and wake up refreshed. I am telling you, I love this stuff. I love it so much. I love waking up and not feeling groggy. Oh, it is 
It's great. Okay, so if you want to try Beam's best-selling dream powder, you can get up to 40% off for a limited time when you go to shopbeam.com slash TSF and use the code TSF at checkout. That's shopbeam, B-E-A-M dot com slash TSF. Use the code TSF for 40% off. This is a great deal, you guys. This is a great deal. So get you some Beam dream powder. I like the cinnamon cocoa, but they are all very, very good. That link um, and pretty much every other link you could ever dream of is in the show notes below wherever you're listening or watching this podcast if you are on YouTube. It is also going to be in Friday's AFD Weekend Review email that we send out, and it's clickable. It's right there for you, so you can get all that information to sign up for that email in the show notes below as well. And another incredible partner I get to tell you about, Haya Health. Listen, I know it's a battle to get your kids to take their vitamins, and even when you find one they like, so often it's filled with a lot of sugar or gummy junk, so many children's vitamins are basically just candy in disguise. But this is why Haya Health exists. It's the children's vitamin that, as a parent, you can trust because it both tastes good, and it does not have a bunch of junk in it. And I know a lot of my mini BFFs will love it. Hyatt fills in the most common gaps in kids' diets to give them full-body nourishment. It's pressed with a blend of 12 organic fruits and veggies and has 15 essential vitamins and minerals that help support immunity, energy, brain function, mood, concentration, teeth, bones, and more. Plus, your first shipment comes with these fun little stickers that your kids can stick on their glass bottles. It's adorable. We've worked out a special deal with Haya for their best-selling children's vitamin. You get 50% off your first order, like 50, like five zero, you guys. So go claim this deal and go to HayaHealth.com slash That Sounds Fun. That's H-I-Y-A-H-E-A-L-T-H.com slash That Sounds Fun and get your kids the full body nourishment they need to grow into healthy adults. Y'all, I recently placed a Thrive Market order for my place in New York so that I'd have all the essentials stocked in the pantry and refrigerator when I'm there, and I want you to hear what I saved as a Thrive member. Okay, I got protein shakes, creamer, chips, soaps, and some other things, you know, all the necessary things. I spent $70 and saved $33.39. Y'all, that is so much money. It's seriously so easy. It also shipped right to my door. Plus, I love that Thrive Market carries brands with the highest quality ingredients and sourcing methods, and they have an online filtering system that allows you to sort based on what you're looking for. So if you're hunting for gluten-free options or dairy-free snacks, you can curate your own shopping experience really easily. They always have a deals page, too, that you can look through as well. Oh, I love it. And when you join Thrive Market, you're also helping a family in need with their one-for-one membership matching program. You join, they give. It's awesome. Join in on the savings with Thrive Market today and get 30% off your first order plus a free $60 gift. Just go to thrivemarket.com slash that sounds fun and get 30% off your first order plus that free $60 gift. That's T-H-R-I-V-E market.com slash that sounds fun. Thrivemarket.com slash that sounds fun. Okay, now back to our conversation with Jamie. I'm loving the um when you push the button on the the self-confidence versus self-worth because a lot of people confuse them. I can go into the difference by the way if you want me to because they're so different and and it impacts every area of our life. Yes, totally. Please do. Okay, so so and and literally I confuse the two of them my entire life. I thought, "Oh, self-confidence, self-worth, like aren't they the same?" Um okay, so self-confidence and this I feel like this is going to be for somebody listening. Self-confidence is the, the, while it's an internal trait, 
it's based so much on what's happening around us. It fluctuates. It's fragile. Our self-confidence is volatile. So our self-confidence is our own assessment of our skills and abilities. It's, you know, our willingness to try and go for it. It's if we're winning or losing. Uh, it's how we feel we stack up and compare to others. It's how much of the world's definition of success we think we have. And, and it rises and falls based on what's going on. Uh, they do like studies that show the boxer is automatically 30% more confident when they win the match. And uh, so our self-confidence is just very, very fragile. Our self-worth is the deep internal knowing that we are innately worthy of love and belonging exactly as we are, not as we achieve, not as our past mistakes and failures, not as what's going on all around us, but like our innate, our innate belief um, that we are worthy and enough and we're the 11 belonging as we are. And so yeah. what happens is for most of us, you know, we see advertisements out there and we're told we have, you know, loving friends and family where all they come and say to us is, you know, how's work going? Are you in a relationship yet? You know, for people that have that maybe are considering having kids, you know, are you planning on more kids? And we start to get this you know, did you get the dream house yet? The dream car. We, we get all these messages, even in every advertisement, that when we finally get that thing, then I'll be enough. And for everyone listening, like if you've ever had a, a goal or ambition, and maybe it's to get that house with the white picket fence or that certain job title or uh, whatever it might be, put your book out into the world, right? And then you work so, so hard and you finally get that thing thinking when I finally get that, then I'll feel enough. Then I'll, you know, uh, be happy. Then all those things. And then for so many of us, we we work hard sometimes for weeks, months, years, or decades, and we finally get that thing. And then we're like, huh, okay, this didn't solve all my problems and bring me true lasting fulfillment right. forever. And so then we think, okay, the solution is I got to work harder. I got to achieve more, go to the next level and the next level. And it becomes that never ending cycle. And it's because in that journey, we've built a lot of self-confidence, which is really important. Uh, we've built, you know, we've often grown, we've often uh, contributed and served to others. And those three things are super important for fulfillment. But in that journey of accomplishing the things, uh, we did not build any self-worth because that's different. And so mm. we continue to arrive at things feeling yeah. like something's missing. And, you know, the way that, that, that um, really quickly, the way that just for anyone listening, wondering like, oh gosh, you know, that brain explosion emoji, do I have a self-worth issue? Because here's what happens. A lot of us spend our whole lives building self-confidence, which is really important, but it's so different. And the way self-worth issues show up in our lives is really like three main ways. If 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 you have low self-worth, and by the way, you could be crushing it. Like everything could look so great on the outside, the world could think you have it all together, right? right? right. You could be accomplishing all the things, you could all the stuff, uh, you know, but if you have low self-worth underneath it, it could look like you're stuck in certain areas, you feel stuck. Like maybe you have an idea to share, but you're just not 
sharing it at work or you're not putting it out there or you know you have a book inside of you and you don't know why you're scrolling Instagram for eight hours a day and you, you, you don't know why you're not getting on the dating app. You don't know why you haven't asked someone to be your friend when you want to make adult friendships. You stay stuck because, and you, and we make up excuses for why, like, oh, I just got to get more skills or I just, whatever. But the real reason is so often that underneath everything, we don't feel we're worthy of the thing. So we stay stuck. Um, and that's really how a lot of times low self-worth shows up. When you have medium self-worth, that often looks like uh, you'll go for the thing, but then you'll sabotage it along the way or you'll hit a ceiling, right? So your your idea or your company or your your career or you know the depth of your friendships, whatever it might be, might hit like a certain uh, ceiling because our self-worth is our ceiling and you're like why can't I get past that or you'll go for the thing you'll sabotage it along the way you'll write the whole book then decide not to send it to publishers you'll like we sabotage stuff and then if you have medium to high self-worth what that looks like is you go for the thing you accomplish it you 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 get it and you still don't feel like you're enough and you still feel like something's missing like perpetually. And so those are really the three ways that that low self-worth can sort of like sabotage us, even if we're doing everything else right and we're super confident and and everyone else is cheering us on from the outside. And and um, and I didn't know the powerful difference until three years ago when I had a lot of self-confidence but didn't realize I had a, I, I was struggling with self-worth and was sabotaging things in my life and not feeling fulfilled. Um, and that's when I kind of became obsessed with understanding how do you actually build self-worth and what are the tools, um, you know, yeah. to really, yeah. really build it. So, yeah. And that's why I wrote Worthy. <laughs> it feels like self confidence is this idea of how how, how much self-talk can you do and how much can you yes. do for yourself and then self-worth is like I need God talk this yes. has to be like beyond what I, I I had to do a photo shoot recently and the whole time I was like my I have worked hard to show up here with a full self-talk tank like I have to be I have to bring my confidence to a photo shoot but I can't even show up to the photo shoot if my self-worth that is defined by God is not what I'm believing. Yes. Yes. And, and it's like, it's like self-confidence is our abilities as a person and self-worth is our value as a, as a person. And, and, yeah. and, 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 and yeah. self-confidence is almost like that whole house we build in our lives with all the things and all the bells and whistles, but it's only that house is only ever secure. That self-confidence house is the, the, the foundation of self-worth and identity that it sits on. Uh, and, and, and when that's not secure and not rock solid, uh, then, then our house isn't stable. So yeah, they're both so different. And, and, and here's, what's beautiful is why, while worthy has 20 tools on how do you build self-worth when you are someone with strong faith, you will see God all up in every one of those tools. Like there's a whole chapter on, <laughs> on how do you reframe rejection and failure in your life? So you actually become, because so many of us, you know, we, we've had, we've had so many things in our past um, and I share things in this book that, oh my goodness, Annie, I took them out quite a few times. Oh my gosh, and I Jamie, just, yes. I just decided. I this, bet you did. <laughs> I bet you did. I just, I just thought. 
that this book is not my story. This book is for every person who has ever felt like they're enough or like they, who, who have ever felt like they're not enough and wants to learn how. And also for anyone who feels like their past or their past mistakes or their past regretful incidents. Um, and maybe we're so many of us. So here's the thing. When we have past failures and mistakes and regrets and rejections and all those things, a lot of them will shake our self-confidence, but when we, because they're external, but when we let them take root at an identity level, and a lot of us have had so many rejections or failures that we actually start to think we're a failure or we're a reject. And when we let them take root then, that's when they can really, really affect our self-worth. And so I go deep into just, uh, there's a whole chapter on, you know, reframing rejections and failures in our lives, not just like the yes. current or recent oh ones, but even the past yes. ones and, 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 and how yep. to realize in your life, because all of us as human beings, like we're, we're wired to avoid pain at all costs. And it's why a lot of us, we know the gym will bring great results if we work out every day and we'll feel really good. But the pain <laughs> of going to the gym, I'll just speak for myself, the pain yeah. of going to the gym often Me will too, win. <laughs> and I just don't want to. And similarly, when we associate pain with, uh, you know, potential rejection or failure, a lot of times we won't put ourselves out there. We won't show up as who we truly are because we're scared we won't be loved. We won't put our, you know, ideas out there or start the business or do anything that risks us, you know, being embarrassed or failing. And, and, and a lot of times that's because failures of the past and rejections of the past have been so painful. And so I go deep in the book about this tool uh, on how to, become aware of your current definition in your mind that you probably not even realize is there, uh, uh, that you, the meaning you assign to rejection and, and failure when they happen in your life and, and how to redefine that uh, into uh, definitions you know to be true, but can help make you fearless over rejection and failure. And I go into even how to revisit past rejections and failures in your life and reframe them in a way that has you no longer associating pain with going after things and and no longer letting them take root at an identity level and i am um, and i think that again our faith is such a great tool to apply to this. It's I call it the four R's framework in the book on there's a whole chapter oh, on rejection. It's on my notes, girl. <laughs> that could have been I hope that becomes like a course. I think I think that one chapter with these four points. Yeah. The reveal, redefine, revisit, and revel. Mm. I, I'm like, Jamie, that's its own book, sis. Like we need we need to sit in that for a day and a half. You wanna know it's so funny. You know how sometimes I'll just text you random book ideas or random So this this chapter called them when you change your relationship with rejection, you change your entire life. It was its own book. The whole thing is its own book. But I did. I was so impatient. Yes. I was so impatient. I did not want to wait two more years for it to come out. So it's now chapter two in Worthy. Um, and it's the longest, yeah. it's the longest chapter of the book. But I'm like, I can't. I'm like, Somebody needs this in their life right now. For for anyone who feels like, yes. you know, they failed too many times, they keep getting rejected, they don't fit in, they don't belong, um, or they've let it take root. And, and then you think, I'm a failure, or, or I am a rejecter, I don't belong. Like, 
oh my gosh, I couldn't wait two more years. So it's literally in this, in worthy as chapter two, but it's, you know, that's, I mean, anybody who feels also, Annie, like their past somehow disqualifies them from their dreams or from uh, their worthiness or from what's possible in their life. Like I wanted to just shatter that belief to, to pieces. Um, and, you know, and I share some stuff I've never shared before that most of my family will find out for yeah. the first time in this book because it's very easy to Google someone and think, oh, their life's a fairy tale or they don't make mistakes or they don't hang around certain people or, you know, but there was a big season in my life where I, you know, I was in a different crowd. I did just, I, th I thought, because here's the thing, when we have low self-worth, attention starts looking like love. We get confused. <laughs> attention starts looking like love. Wow. Um, external significance starts looking like worthiness. And and I, I, sh I share about that journey in my life and different seasons and things that um, maybe people would consider shameful or embarrassing. And, um, and I talk about how I made it through them and how I didn't let my past um, take yeah. root in my own worthiness. And, and, and how did I still believe I was worthy of a healthy relationship after having many that weren't and just all the things. And so this is really, um, uh, it's a vulnerable, vulnerable book, but it's not an autobiography. It's really like the tools you apply yes. to your life right now. So, yeah. Hey friends, just interrupting this conversation one more time to tell you about one of our incredible partners, Earth Breeze. Okay, I know doing laundry isn't very fun, but now that I have a washer dryer in New York and in Nashville, having these Earth Breeze sheets, let me tell you how much I love not carrying the huge, heavy plastic jug up all those stairs. It is so nice. And I don't have to like measure out the amount of detergent while getting the goo all over the place. Like, it's super annoying. Thankfully, EarthBreeze heard my cries for help, and EcoSheets are changing the game, you guys. They are so light to carry up the stairs, and they take up very little storage, which are two very important things to me in New York City. EarthBreeze looks like a dryer sheet, so you do have to be thoughtful about that, but it's actually an ultra-concentrated laundry detergent. It could not be easier. You just throw it in the laundry. It smells so good. Watch it dissolve in any wash cycle, hot or cold, and there's no measuring, no mess, and best of all, no wasteful plastic jug that takes up a lot of space and is heavy upstairs. <laughs> the best part is you'll never run out of detergent again, nor will I, because EarthBreeze has a flexible subscription. You can adjust, pause, or cancel anytime with no hidden fees or penalties. You save a whopping 40% when you subscribe, and shipping is always free. So right now, my friends can get 40% off of EarthBreeze plus a free welcome bundle. Just go to earthbreeze.com slash that sounds fun free. That's 40% off your EarthBreeze EcoSheet subscription, plus you get this three-month supply of washing machine cleaner. I literally opened the package this morning at my house. I was like, what is this little box? And there's this laundry symbols magnet. I learned eight things I didn't know this morning when I read the magnet. And so you get all that totally free. That's earthbreeze.com slash that sounds fun free to save 40% off and get those free gifts. Earthbreeze.com slash that sounds fun free. And now back to finish up our conversation with Jamie.
I thought it was very generous of you to tell as many personal stories as you did. Mm-hmm. I, as I was, re- I mean, you know, we've been in this a, a intimate friendship for a year and a half at least, and I thought I didn't know any of this mm-hmm. as an up close friend, and so I thought, man, that is really beautiful and vulnerable, and and it made me respect you in some new ways of going. Mm-hmm. When you learn someone's pain, you gain more respect for them. I think, yeah. and and so I just thought, I mean, like, yeah. I mean, you know, I, I respect you massively, but I just thought, wow, that is. There is there is always more that we don't know. Um, yeah. And one of the things, Jamie, if we have, we have a couple of minutes left, I would love to, because it's the in mid-February when people are hearing this, yes. a lot of people, not everyone, but a lot of people have spent the beginning of the year trying to change their physical health. And and maybe they need to, they want to be stronger. They want to lose a few pounds. And we're here in mid-Feb and some people have quit that journey and are discouraged in their bodies. Will you talk a little bit? You, I mean, you do such an important work in this book of, of not talking about what size anybody needs to be. That's so boring. But talking about like having self-worth in your body yes. is going to what makes you sh- make you able to show up in a lot of places. Will you talk about that? that juxtaposition of when we aren't self, when we don't find worth in our own body, it actually stops us from going places. Yes. Oh my goodness. Um, yeah. So, so two things, one, uh, wherever, you know, anybody listening to us is on their health and fitness journey. The most important thing just to know on that is we will sabotage things we don't think we're worthy of. So, so, so doing the work, we think we need to get a gym membership, what we really need to do is build some self-worth uh, because when we believe hey. we're, right, when we believe we're worthy of uh, making our health a priority, that's the only way that we will. And so above and beyond, and, and, you know, for so many years of my life, I got a gym membership and then a few weeks later I was over. I made a new year's resolution and then I was, and I didn't understand yeah. that, you know, Literally, our self-worth is our ceiling for, for everything, including our health. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. that's the first thing. Um, and, and don't feel bad if you haven't made a New Year's resolution. It's not willpower. It's not willpower. It's understanding uh, our ceiling of self-worth and then doing the work to believe you're innately worthy of love and belonging exactly as you are and that you're worthy of making your health a priority. Yes. So that's the most important thing. Um, but uh, in terms of our body, our weight, it is such a big issue. Most of my life, I dealt with so much body doubt, and I believe the lie that my weight determines my worth. And so mm. many of us believe the lie that our weight somehow impacts our worth, and that is a lie. And the way that uh, that it, and there's a whole chapter, you know, there's a section of all the lies that lead to self doubt, right, in the book uh, in Worthy. Yeah. And there is the chapter called "Don't Wait." on your weight. And it is the chapter has nothing to do with weight, but what it's about is this idea that so many of us literally, um, I'm going to find the stat. I'm opening the book right now, but it's like 90% of girls and women opt out of meaningful activities in their life, including connection with friends and loved ones, if they're not happy with how they look. 
Yes, it's right at the start of the chapter. It's, <laughs> yeah, I remember it. it. Yeah, <laughs> I know. I just, yes. I just cracked open the book. Yes, because it, we aren't just uh, we aren't just opting out of uh, going on hikes. Yep. You're opting out of going to a movie with yes. your friends. Yes, because you can't find what to wear. Yes, yes, me too. Yes, and and, and have you and Annie? I would love to even ask you this because for me, there is this moment in my life where I'm like the number, the regret, the pain of regret that I have. Uh. For not putting the swimsuit on and having a fun time with everyone else, for not showing up at the thing because nothing fit and nothing looked good, for not going to the reunion because I didn't want anyone to see what I looked like. Like the amount of regret I have over literally missing out on life because I'm waiting on my weight, thinking it impacts my worth. (laughs) Has that ever been part of like your life? I know for so many people it has. Oh, Yes. Absolutely. And the other thing I've that through therapy and through friendships, I've come to realize is like there is it. If if I'm waiting on a certain number on the scale, I am never going to be satisfied. I'm never going to be satisfied. I joked with someone today that will we ever be happy unless it says zero and zero is not an option. Right. Like and so I can't I cannot make decisions based on that number ever again, ever. I just can't. Well, and I think like I go through the tool in the book on how to reframe this as well, because you know how it's like um, when I was saying how we avoid pain at all costs as human beings, right? Uh, And we often associate pain with, oh, if I go to the reunion, I might be judged. Or if I show up and don't like how that's the kind of what we're focused on. And I talk about flipping this in the book, because for me, I've learned to just when it comes to this lie that our weight determines our worth and that I should wait on my weight, I've learned to flip it and associate so much pain with what it will cost me <laughs> to believe that lie. Like the pain of missing out on life's experiences, of, so of, good. of, of, of not giving my daughter or, uh, or other women I may not even know um, uh, uh, an example of how they're worthy of jiggling their cellulite with joy too, right? Like I I talk about how to reframe it in your life so that the pain of, of regret is far worse than whatever lie we're making up about yes. how anyone else somehow cares, which no one cares about what yeah. our weight is. Um, so I go through how to do that. And, and at the very- Because they all care about their bodies. Exactly. Everybody cares about their own bodies. Exactly. They're and, not caring about mine. Yeah. And I can tell you this, that like with, with It Cosmetics, like I remember when when all the, uh, all the third-party consultants, no one wanted me to take my makeup off on national TV and show my bright red rosacea because it's considered a flaw. And I remember- where my superpower started was doing that and and just embracing it uh and and, and it became this thing of like um you know that 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 in a way was my superpower and and how I got through that vulnerability cuz growing up I was like oh no you can't ever leave the house without makeup and 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 then bearing my bright red bumpy rosacea on national TV I just realized like, okay, me doing this isn't about me. It's, I'm actually going to, you know, there's going to be someone watching that's going to feel so much better today about their hyperpigmentation and they're going to believe it's beautiful. And, and, and I do that now when I, you know, I talk about, you know, putting on, this is going to sound ridiculous, but for me, I didn't wear a swimsuit for decades and just putting one on, shaking my cellulite with joy. It, 
we think it's going to be fearful, but when we realize just like how we're literally shifting the world as a force for good in that moment, (laughs) how we're giving this example of how other women should also feel confident in their bodies too. Like it's, it's so much bigger than ourselves and it, and it tastes like freedom. And it's just so, so powerful uh, to be able to do that. And like the last line of the chapter um, of, of don't wait on your weight says, don't wait on your weight to feel confident enough to wear the swimsuit, to attend the party, to launch the business, to go out on the date, to share that you want to be more than just friends, to take a risk, to learn ballroom dancing, to give yourself permission to be happy, to dye your hair your favorite color, to go back to school, to become a parent, to forgive, to change careers, to fall in love, to jiggle your cellulite with joy, to put yourself out there, to look in the mirror and celebrate the beauty that is you, to say, I love you to yourself and to them, and don't ever wait on your weight to know you are worthy. Uh, And it is so important because for anyone, when they think what has this lie that I need to wait on my weight, what does it already cost you in your life? For so many of us, it is too much. Mm -hmm. It's too much. Uh Uh-uh, time for change has come. (laughs) And you know, the other thing that I think is amazing, I I gleaned this when I was reading through the book, is the more I have worked on my self-worth in my body, the more I have regulated what exercise means to me and Mm. what healthy means to me. And so it it, it it isn't an abandonment of being healthy. It's an embracing what does healthy look like for me so I can be doing this this life I love at a hundred and, but it's not about what your shape of your body anymore. And so the, the more you work, I've experienced, the more I've worked on the self-worth side versus the self-confidence side, the self-worth side of showing up in my body has led me to pursuing health in a way that is just so that I am healthy. And so I'm strong. Yes. And you know, you know, we talk about close girlfriend groups and friend groups. And it's funny, anytime this topic has come up with any of my girlfriends and their, you know, you know, however long they've been married or not, however long they've been single or not, any of them who have brought this up to their partner, like, do you notice my cellulite? Do you care what size Uh I am? Literally unanimously, I'm just going to say it and you can cut this out if it's inappropriate. But the, (laughs) the biggest thing, Every one of them brave enough to have that conversation with their partner. Like, do you care about my cellulite? Do you care about my size? Every one of them has the same result where their partner's like, no, I just like boobs. And that, like, that's it. Like, they're just excited to see boobs. They don't notice cellulite. They don't notice size. They don't notice anything. Like, this is it. a lie we're telling ourselves that somehow it matters. It yeah. does not. It does not. <laughs> yeah, it does. And that's what I love about the book is you – and. It, Over and over, you go through the different lies that we have decided should stop us. And you're going like, no, 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 not your body, not Mm -hmm. your history, not Mm -hmm. your money, not your fears. Like, let's go. I mean, I just, I love it, Jamie. I love it. Okay. Is there anything we didn't say you want to make sure we talk about? Oh, my goodness. I just... I think that I'm so excited about this. and, And I just, I think the one thing I want everyone to know is that the most beautiful part there, there's, there's, you know, books out there and this and that where if you work this hard and get, you'll finally get the thing. The thing I love so much about self-worth 
is right now, every single person listening is fully innately worthy. Nobody, there's nothing you can do to change that. There's nothing you can do to lose that. And so the most beautiful part is you already have it. And it's just this matter of like yeah. unlearning those lies <laughs> that we've like, you know, started to believe uh, uh, and, 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 and learning how to fully embrace our worthiness. And I just, the thing I'm most yes. excited about, it does not matter where you come from, what your life circumstances are, how much of the world's achievements or not you've had, how old you are, how young you are, what size you are, what you're like, none of that matters. Like literally zero, it matters zero. And and right now, everyone can, you know, relearn or learn for the first time to fully, fully embrace their worth. And when you change your self-worth, you change your entire life. It literally will affect every area of your life when you start to believe you're worthy, right? Your relationships, your ambitions and goals, your career, your joy, but also like future and past generations of your family, you know, and, and nieces and nephews and people around you. Like when you literally learn to believe you are worthy, you, you instantly also then become the example for other people uh, of how to believe they are too. So I'm just so passionate and it's, um, you know, for, for the book worthy, I'm donating a hundred percent of the proceeds. Like it's just, it's my life's greatest work. And I feel like yeah. the things I've gone through in life led me to this crazy point where I was just like, oh my gosh, I have what I thought was going to make me happy and I have no self-worth and then just becoming yeah, obsessed wow. with how do we build it. So I'm just so grateful and honored to be able to share it, um, with the world and the one thing um, I'll share actually that is that um, in in the hardcover book that's out, I'm so excited. The very end of it, Annie, I put a yeah. library card in because my only ask is Aww. that for every person, like once you read this, um, I don't know if you remember old school library cards, but at the very end, if you oh yeah, right, oh, yeah. <laughs> if you write your own name and then write someone else's name and give your book to someone else, to a person who like, you just know, oh my gosh, if they knew how to believe in themselves the way I believe in them, like pass your book on. Um, I just have this vision, like no girl, no woman, no person left behind and knowing that they're worthy. Because when we believe we are worthy is when we can, it's truly how we live. I believe we live out God's fullest calling for us on our lives. And when we don't believe we're worthy, it's like, it's like we're doubting ourselves out of our own destiny. It's like we're can we talk about cancel culture. When you don't believe you're worthy, you're canceling yourself out of God's calling for your life. Right. Yeah. So time for change has come. <laughs> That's it. Amen. Thank you, sister. I love you. Thanks for I doing love this. You. I love you so much. Thank you for having what me. Thank you so much. Oh, y'all, isn't she the best? I just love her. One of the most generous people I've ever met. One of the most thoughtful friends I've ever had. I mean, Jamie is absolutely, she is just one of the best people I've ever known. I think that is a very true statement. She's one of the best people I've known. So make sure you get your copy of Worthy. There's so much good in there that I think you will enjoy reading. And go follow her on social media. Tell her thank you again for being on the show. And if you have any questions from this episode, feel free to drop them in the Q&A box on Spotify. If that's where you're listening, that's where I listen. Or send them to us on Instagram at That Sounds Fun Podcast, and we will answer them there. And if you're not following the That Sounds Fun Podcast on Instagram, where are you at? That's where all the extra fun things are from this podcast. If you need anything else from me, you know I'm embarrassingly easy to find. Annie F. Downs on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, all the places you may need me. That is how you can find me. 
And I think that's it for me today, friends. Go out or stay home. Do something that sounds fun to you, and I will do the same. Today, what sounds fun to me is flying to Dallas for If Gathering, one of my favorite events. I hope you'll be tuning in with us, ifgathering.com, one of the best weekends of the year. So that's what sounds fun to me is seeing all my people at If Gathering. Y'all have a great weekend. We'll see you back here on Monday with two of my New York City friends who are incredible poets, incredible women, and writers of some beautiful liturgies I think you're going to love. I know you're going to love. So join me on Monday with Audrey Elledge and Elizabeth Moore. We'll see y'all then. That sounds fun. That sounds fun.